All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am sitting here with Ryan Skripkovsky. That's perfect. Ah, oh, I didn't Absolutely. have I didn't have to go Ryan S, which is originally what I thought I was I was going to have to do. I'm but pretty much known as the, the the guy with the it's the like in my market I'm known as Ryan with the name that nobody can pronounce with, with the name. But yeah, yeah. But it's a differentiator, right? So, I guess so. I guess so. Like, I'm the only Byron Lazine in America. That's that's interesting. One of one. Yeah, right? I mean, it makes Google searches pretty cool. It it makes it very easy, and yeah. I can get my handle on any new social media account that ever comes out. So, yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm pumped about that. Absolutely. But I'm also pumped that uh, you were able to spend some time with us this morning and uh, tell everybody where where you're working, what marketplace you're in, uh, your like a little background story, maybe how you got into the business, something like that. Yeah, and, absolutely. And then we'll jump into it. Okay, so um, so Sarasota, Florida is my is my market area. Um, I'm Sarasota, Florida is a it's kind of a small small city just uh, just on the south just just south of tampa bay on the on the gulf coast it's actually a, it's actually a really cool market because you've kind of got this um, it's lined with barrier islands so what, what's nice about selling real estate in a place like that is you've got like three three rows of waterfront property if you like you've got the um you got you know you've got like the the intercoastal you know looking looking east and west on each side and then you've got the beachfront property on the front so that's really nice um been in the business for about three and a half years so not a tremendous amount of time um um kind of um i was you know so i actually so what happened it was i got i got licensed in february of 2015 so so it was kind of so 15 was was like a, a partial a partial year for me and i and in sarasota that was a tremendous market yeah yeah it was it was it was a really it was a really good time although you know it took Which can me, be difficult coming in though yeah yeah i guess so i mean it was you know i didn't i didn't really know what i was doing in the in the beginning but i did I did put a, I, I pretty much, in fact, this is, this is quite interesting actually and something that I don't get into all the time, but Teresa was actually in the business before me. So um, I basically decided that I wanted to get into the business and um, this was, it was- Teresa, did you say get out of the business, stay out? Of course I did. Teresa. And you're like, get yeah, the fuck out. I love it. She made me. She made me join. Me. She made me join a different brokerage. Okay. She was like, she was like, this is. She was like, this is my deal, Ryan. You're not. You're not going to come in and step on my toes here. You know, she's a very independent woman, and you know, so she made me join a different brokerage. Which so. I would. I would say though, Teresa, you probably agree now though that that was a limited mindset. Oh, completely. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because there's so many deals out there. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I, it was it was the best thing that it was the best thing that could have happened for us because I basically I basically agreed with uh, with my wife Teresa that I would only go after people that didn't know us. So I was almost I know that I know that Tom always says don't be a secret agent in the beginning, but I, so I and, I and I was a secret agent. Yeah. You know, I kind of um, so so from day one, um, expires and for sale by owners was was my thing and. Love um, it. You know, and that was something that Teresa wasn't wasn't utilizing. She was doing a lot of work with our personal circle, you know, and just people people that knew us. Um, so so yeah, so that was. Um, so she was, was telling kind of, your friends, Ryan's the worst agent. Don't talk to him. Uh, pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Don't talk to this guy. Yeah. So so there was a lot of competition for us in the beginning, and then what eventually happened was um, Teresa Teresa basically uh, got pregnant with our with our first son, and you know, and at that so time got you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, I got I got her, and I was like, okay, now you've got no choice. You you can't show buyers anymore. <laughs> now you've got to uh, now you've got to join me. So so we we joined so we joined forces, and 
and then the business really exploded. We yeah. went from, so 2015, um, not a lot happened. And then 2016 was really my first full year in the business. And we went, we, we went from doing, you know, both of us, both of us weren't really doing, doing too much. And, you know, went to, from like, we did 20 million, 20 million, 20 million in volume in, in, in that year. And, you know, and it's pretty, it's pretty much been, been going on from there. So 2016 was great. 2017, 2018, we're on track to, we're on track to, we, we should do 50 million what's the, this what's year. What's the market look like right now in Sarasota, um, like currently? There's, um, there's, there's a little pressure on our market right yeah. now, to be honest. We're seeing days Hearing on market build up. a lot this week from people. Really? It's interesting. A lot of people. Different pockets of the country. Ooh, a little bit slow. Like, uh, I was talking to Corey from Vegas, like 23% increase in inventory, like in a month. Yeah, like, yeah. So you're seeing weird things. Absolutely. Um, which, which, which is interesting, something to pay attention to. Your market, by the way, I love. So I used to go down to Siesta Key really? every October growing up. My grandparents, they live, um, they used to live in Venice now that they're, they're in that same area now, but uh, they have timeshares for the whole month of October in right. Siesta Key, Sandpiper and, and another one. And just love Sarasota and that, that whole area. It's a cool and place. It's growing so, it's changed so much over the years. Absolutely, so. absolutely. You're in, in my opinion, the Gulf Coast of Florida is the best market to be in uh, I, over the next 20 years. Yeah, I think so as well. I mean, I, I think that there's, you know, I, I think that, you know, it's kind of, it's, I think we're just, it's, it's, it's so, who knows what's coming, who knows what's coming for the future for us. I mean, it's, um, you know, there's, there, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of pressure on the, on the market from so many different, from so many different angles. Obviously the, the brokerage model we're going to see completely change, you know, the role of the agent is probably going to completely change and, you know, and just, just, um, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, you know, what's, what's going to happen, you know, where are people going to move to it? But I, I do think, I do think that, you know, just with, um, the situation that we're in right now with the you know with baby boomers in the northeast and the midwest you know i do think that a lot of those a lot of those people will find their way to florida and i think that'll definitely help our market i think it's like sarasota is such a great market um naples where i now i spend a lot of time in naples every winter yeah i, I you know i'm so passionate about that I, I think they'll go and and go ahead and double that population again over the next five to ten years because, I agree. because there are so many baby boomers um, and it'll be interesting to see where prices go and if that actually happens, right? If the economy drops, how many people can afford to sell from the Midwest or the Northeast and actually make that move? Yeah. Um, but, I, but I am really bullish as long as some hurricane doesn't come and just wipe everything out. You know, that, those and that's a risk. That I mean, you know, in the whole red tide thing at the moment, you know, that's, you know, I literally had a, you know, a $3 million buyer that was interested in Sarasota, you know, very, very close to coming down there. And I know that if he would, I know that, I know that if he would have just come and, you know, saw what the place was, I, I know that he would have fallen in love with it, but he ended up canceling his trip due to, you know, the, the red tide. the red tide, but that always happens. I mean, that's like one of those. Yeah, but it's been worse this year than ever before. And they've got to come up with some kind of a, you know, solution. I guess that it's, um, you know, the theory is that it's, um, you know, water that's being pushed out from the Okeechobee and it's kind of polluting the, you know, the, the water should filter through the um Is that up Everglades. and down? Is that, is that in, in, in what I consider God's country, Naples? Is, um, is that it, happening um, there? Yeah, kind of. Not as, um, you know, not, not as bad, um, but certainly... Um, Sarasota down to Fort Myers and and out the other coast as well. You know the yeah. Vero Vero Beach area. Um, you know the the basically water is being water's being pushed out through throughout the sides of the state instead of instead of filtering down through the Everglades. And I think that I think that Naples is probably in a better position, but it's um, but it needs to be fixed. So let's switch gears a little bit. You yeah. for those that maybe 
we're not we're here in Anaheim, right? And and the Tom Ferry Summit here in, in uh, is going on. And so for those that aren't in the ecosystem, maybe didn't watch the live cast, you just spoke in front of five thousand people in the room and another twenty plus thousand people online. Tell us about that experience. Give us a little recap for those that missed it on, on your talk. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely insane. I mean, I've never, never been in touch. I'll been venture in to guess of, that that was the biggest room. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah, it was insane. I mean, I've done done a few panels on like Tom, you know, Tom Ferry events before, um, but, you know, nothing, nothing like that. I mean, the you know, the panels are quite easy. You know, there's usually three people up there and, you know, everybody kind of bounces off each other. So actual talking time is probably you know, less, less than a couple of minutes versus, yeah. you know, this was, I, I think I ended up talking for like 25 minutes, but essentially what it was, was, um, a year ago, um, Tom Ferry basically challenged me to book a hundred appointments from the end of summit to, you know, to the, from, from the end of summit last year, which is August timeframe for those that, that aren't familiar. Right. So August, mid August, it was a little later last year, I think it was so the end of August. Yeah. Yeah, it okay. was, it was. So it was basically, um, it was basically, you know, from, from September, from September to, to the end of the year. So, um, so four months. Yeah. About, you know, I calculated it to be about 90 working days, um, so, so it was pretty, it was pretty aggressive. Um, but I, but we, we, you know, the whole, the whole presentation was basically about, um, you know, us achieving that. We basically booked a hundred and two appointments within that, within that time. And, um, our business grew sub substantially. We had, we had about a, a 320% increase in GCI, um, in the first six months of this year versus the first six months of last year. So, so the goal, the challenge was a hundred appointments. You did 102. Did 102. Correct. Do you believe if if Tom Ferry said, Ryan, the goal is going to be 150, that you would have done 150? I, I I've said that to so many people, right? and I've said that you know it's so it's so interesting when you focus in on that goal that that's you know it's a, you know that that is what you ultimately end up end up achieving, and yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I if you if you look at my numbers, um, I actually um, I actually. I, I had I had four point six conversations per day um, during those during those ninety working days and uh, you know and I, that's that that is weak you know it's not it's that is not a you know we 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 knocked it out the we knocked it out of the park on on results but I definitely feel like there's like there's a lot more like there's a lot more you there. You thought you left some on the table. Absolutely, absolutely, and um, that's um, you know something that we'll address going forward. What what were like. Give us, you know, we have to go through the whole thing, but yep. give us like just maybe the top two hacks in creating, because that's still, that is an enormous amount of appointments. It, it so was. What are, what are like your number one or number or top two hacks to do that? Yeah, so um, I definitely think that, so so the in the presentation, I actually did the, um, you know, essentially the, the 10 lessons, the 10 lessons for, for me during during the process. And there was, there were certain things that I needed to, needed to implement as, um, you know, I guess going on. A, I, I underestimated what what going on a hundred appointments actually 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 meant, and the and the work that's required to actually maintain those relationships. And you know, I, I would advise that you know. So so now we have a foolproof follow-up process, so that so that when you know we have a lot of automations, and you know we have a very specific a very specific um, plan that we follow once once we've gone on an appointment to ensure that we continue to to, to follow up with with people over over time um, I'm a follow-up boss user and in follow-up boss it's called an action plan but I know that all CRMs would have their own version of that um, but I was basically going on appointments and making these amazing connections and then not following up with them a month down the line you know and it's you know and, and stuff because like you, that because you get into piece. that like I gotta get to the hundred appointments so I'm just setting appointments setting appointments I mean 
I've definitely been, you know, guilty of this. Oh, four appointments, maybe on a, you know, listing appointment, whatever they are. Yeah. On a Tuesday, you know, you have another appointment on Wednesday, you to Thursday, like, who did I even talk to on, on Tuesday? Like, Absolutely. Like, did I get back to them? Did I not? Like, so much happens in a day in real estate. Like, it's, it's sometimes difficult to remember who you had a conversation with that morning. So it's so important to, it's so important to have a process that, you know, continuously reminds you to, you know, whether it's send a bonbon video to this person, you met with them a month ago. Actually, now we have the, I didn't talk about this on stage, but I think this is really interesting. We've got, we've got this really cool integration with um, a company called um, Handwritten. And Handwritten is basically a company in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. They've got, um, I don't know how big they are to be honest, but they've got these machines um, that basically just, just hold a regular Bic pen. And, oh, um, it's real ink. It's real ink, and you know, so we we basically, um, you know, what what's cool about handwritten is uh, it has an API that integrates with uh, with Zapier, and Zapier obviously links with most CRMs. So so now what we do is, um, you know, so if I make if I make contact with with somebody, there's a there's a series of series of handwritten letters that are sent out to them just really simple you know really enjoyed my time on the phone with you um, looking forward to connecting again in the future give me a call if you need anything whatsoever and then two weeks later we'll have another handwritten note that's um, you know that thanks them for our conversation two weeks ago and then two weeks later there'll be another handwritten note that says you know it was a month ago since we we're on the phone I want you to know that you know that, that your conversation's still in my mind and you know and if you you know and, and if it gets to the point where you want to where you want to talk to a real estate agent about the sale of your home then then please call me on this number so you know just really really simple gene generic stuff but I get more compliments on those handwritten notes it's um, it's, it's a, you know it's um, it, and that that's been that's been really good for us so we can literally just tag a customer with a particular code which initiates which well, initiates that what's the average age in, in your market um, for, for like for let's go with sellers. What do you think the average age is? Yeah, for it's pretty. It's pretty old in in Florida. You know, it's definitely the retirement capital of the of, of the of the country. So a handwritten letter is is they, ROI positive. In they that love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll often you know, and I don't. I, in fact, just recently within this past week, I had one gentleman that said, you know, that he was so happy that I. Um, that I that I that I could that I could write as beautifully as I, as I could, and it was a bit embarrassing to be honest. I didn't really know how to answer it, and I was just like, "Oh, thank you," but you know, and I, I you know, I don't. It's but it's it's more of um, being able to um, scale a process that makes people yeah, happy. Yeah, but it, but putting the pro, I, you know, I wouldn't be embarrassed by that because I think putting the process in to let s somebody know that you appreciate their time, it, it right? That's Absolutely. that's what Absolutely. you're doing there because. There are a lot of agents that just don't even have that process in place, right? 100%, so, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't care if you're training a monkey to write it. Like, it's the fact that you took the step to make sure they were delivered something. Absolutely. Them. It's yeah, absolutely. I I love the mix of, I love the mix of technology and um, you know, te technology and just classic methods. I've actually got a um, I've got I've got a typewriter and and you know and there was I haven't done a lot of it lately actually and I and I because it's because it's difficult to it's difficult to scale but if there was a company that did this I would absolutely use them um, but I, I love writing people a letter on a typewriter um, in a in a prior in a prior in a previous life I actually used to work for a bank and um, I had this um, you know, I had this um, old, older gentleman who, who he was really appreciative for, for the service that, that I'd given to him. And he, he actually wrote me, a, he wrote me a letter that, he, that he'd actually written on a typewriter. And it's the only one that I'd ever received. And it was so authentic. He'd like, he'd made spelling mistakes and then he'd like retyped over those, wow. you know, retyped over those, or like written the, you know. So you that. know they're like, 
the one thing that you know is there's a lot of time involved there's a lot of time involved absolutely but you know i but i, I just love i just i just i love the idea of i love the idea of you know reaching reaching people that way how long have have you lived in the states um almost 10 years 10 years yeah has do you believe that that's been a challenge at all in, in generating business i'm just curious um, yeah no i um do you know i i think that mentally i mean the you know the the way that the way that the country operates in in the UK is very different to is very different to the United States, and I, I you know, and I, I think it took me a long time to kind of you know become American mentally and kind of you know just un understand the the dynamics of the of the economy, and I you know, but now I almost I, I forget that I've got an accent, you know, I, I don't I don't feel like I'm you know any different whatsoever until obviously people people pick up on it. Um, I think that there's you know. A, you know we have been we have been successful and i know that there's a lot of people that put put our success down to having an accent and being different on the phone i definitely think that there's an element of that but you know there's also there's there's a lot of english people in our market that don't do that don't do a, that really don't do any business whatsoever you know and it's you know i i just i don't think that it matters it's just a case of doing doing the work making the calls and you know doing you know may you know create you know doing the actions that we know um you know that the, the, we we understand create business Lucy on on our team, she's from uh, she has a, a thick accent because mm -hmm. she's from Slovakia, and and I'm always like Lucy, this is an advantage because absolutely be, because she's a listing agent, right? And and so when you're a listing agent, you need to control the room, and I and I'm like Lucy, you already get everybody's attention right off the bat, which yeah. is what you want, right? You want to be able to control that room, so. Um, but some people would would use that maybe as a as a limiting belief. It's, right? Yeah, absolutely, and it's difficult to you know sometimes it's difficult for you know certainly in our market you know there's a lot of um, you know like as you said uh, you know older older people and you know and sometimes I think the people biggest, can't, can't understand me. Of course, I yeah. think the biggest disadvantage would be that um, all those years of of you creating relationships in your youth. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Really leverage most of them no, you know, in I mean, your marketplace. A, absolutely, absolutely, and it's um, yeah. What, what's it's, the what's the average commission split in the UK for everyone that that doesn't understand oh that? Do you, do you do you know much about the, the I real know estate it, market? But, but in the UK? I don't know exactly what it is, but I know a little bit about it. What, um, what do you? It's probably a percent, a one one percent. What? That's um, one that, percent <laughs> yeah. total. Well, and there's there's no. Um, there's no buyer representation. It's just um, you know everybody is essentially a, a a listing agent, um, you know, and it's it's just it's just such a, such a strange it's such a strange industry there. Knowing 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 what knowing knowing how the how the industry here works in in the U.S. It it really couldn't be more different. If you had a crystal ball, yeah, it's 2025. What are the commission splits in America? And that's a good question. I I think that we're going to see. Um, that's a good question. I think that we're going to see um, more and more discount brokers in our in our marketplace. I think that there's probably going to be options um, for people, that, you know, that that want something that want something like 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 what we have in the UK, perhaps. Um, you know, some you know one percent one percent listings or you know flat flat fee listings or or whatever. But I I also truly believe that um, there's a large part of the population that sees value in what a real estate agent provides and you know and and i think that we'll still see we'll still see six percent agents then as well you know you'll I'd, still see six in 2025 i think so yeah. i think so in, in a certain in a, and you do the luxury market yeah yeah so, so i 100 percent agree with you there i don't i don't get a lot of um 
I don't get a lot of a lot of pressure on on my on my on on on, on what we charge. I mean, we're a, we're a six we're a six percent you know you know we're a six percent brokerage a six percent team. You know we um you know what what we what we do is um, it's it's what what we do for our, for our clients is 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 way above and beyond what what any you know what what any other agents do in our in our area. So you know I see us being uh, being a fantastic a fantastic value at that. But you know I also believe that I think that it's going to be difficult for I think that it's going to be difficult to lose the three percent for 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 buy for buyers agents. I, I think that the I think that the reductions are going to be on the um, on the on on the list on Ooh, the listing side. That's interesting. So I, I'm on I'm on the other side of that fence. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I think. I think that the the buyer agents are extremely vulnerable mm -hmm. on the next downturn because I think that technology will be able to replace certain uh, features, right, of what a buyer agent does. Not not in the luxury market. Yeah. But yeah. but but certainly in the average price point, certainly in vacant homes, you know, I think if you look at what Open Door is doing, where and MLS is in the country right now, where yeah. where a buyer can go, and they can they can take the selfie, they can upload their driver's license, they can put in some information, and they can access the house on their own. So I think that okay, if I can access uh, a, a listing on my time, yeah, if it's frictionless, I certainly every time I go to Naples, everyone, I'm looking at property, I'm looking at property, just like getting in and out of, uh, of property. If I could do that without my buyer agent friend, my agent friends, yeah, yeah, I would go do it, right? Because I want to do it on my time. I got other things to do when I'm down there, um, and certainly buyers, you know, want to do things on their time. So, so I, I believe that, like you, well, you, in the UK, you said it. You're either a listing agent or you're not. Yeah, absolutely, and and and, uh, and all of that goes to the listing agent. Uh, the models, the mo the models that I've seen that have um, that have ran that way, um, or the 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 you know you know or, or consumers consumers that have used that kind of service and and you perhaps know a lot more about this than me, but uh, you know that usually usually if somebody's working without a buyer agent, they the they they want that commission in their pocket, even you know even you know as a you know, as a consumer buying a property, you know, I don't have an agent, so, so yeah, I they don't want to go direct and, and, and see the listing agent get the full six. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and there's, you know, and I, I've seen certain models where, where, you know, the buyer agent gets perhaps half a percent and then two and a half percent goes back to the, goes back to the, the person that's, that's, that's actually buying the property. And, you know, we, we actually just had a, uh, we just had a brokerage in our area that came up with this um, really strange model. They called it the 3% plus one. And what it was, was basically, um, they they would list a house for three percent, and then then they would offer one dollar in the MLS to somebody that brings a buyer, and um you know and it was just I, I don't know like I you just as a, as an agent you would you would just you, you know you it would just be a nightmare for a buyer to want to put one of those properties on your you know on their on their showing list you know and you know it's yeah because now the buyer's agents negotiating with the buyer for their commission. Correct, correct, yeah. and they yeah so and well you know and there's really no you know there's you know in in our area we don't see we don't see a lot of you know buyer broker agreements it's you know the you know so that buyer that that buyer's agent would literally be representing that seller for one dollar i guess it's you know and i, I just i, I it's, it's it's going to be really interesting to see what the future brings yeah what do you think the biggest disruptor is so you know i mentioned open door i think people obviously view them as a disruptor i don't know if 
like Purple Bricks is in your market or Purple Bricks is coming into our market and that's a UK company I mean yeah. they, they've disrupted the UK market in a, in a, in a really big way through, really yeah yeah massively they've taken they've taken over the market there and that's you know and now you know that like taking over like like big market share yeah 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 and, and I, I don't know what the numbers are but they've um you know but they put a lot of pressure on 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 the traditional brokerage that we saw in the uk and now now purple bricks are obviously um you know coming out i actually i you know there's there's a lot that i like about them i think that they're you know you know take take the model away you know i think that the you know the the branding's pretty cool you know i think that the name is kind of you know I, you know I, I i like it but the you know it's i don't there's there's a there's a lot of competition for that space right now there's there a is. lot of there's a lot of companies coming into the market that are doing something similar to that and it doesn't have to be those companies but do you, but do you believe it's companies like that do you be, believe it's you know i heard a great uh, tom tool said the other day he goes the biggest disruptor is real estate agents themselves yeah right? yeah yeah um it could be zillow right like like jason ferris was like mm, i think zillow's the biggest uh disruptor be, right be, okay be, because they're a giant and they have more money than, than most of these brokers Absolutely. combined. Yeah. Um, what, what do you what do you really think is, is our... Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm not fear-mongering or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, do you think not at all. I think this is most? a great conversation. Um, but it, and it's, and it's on, quite honestly, I find it really, really difficult to answer. I do, um, you know, I see so many, I see so many conflicting... I, I see so many so many conflicting things i i think that there's going to be i think that there's going to be you know huge changes to to our industry what those changes are exactly i think it's i think it's difficult to i think it's difficult to say um i think that there's going to be um a lot of a lot of pressure on our on our commissions going forward i actually think that the brokerage of the of the future is probably a a 100 model for for a 100 model for 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 agents you know i, I think that a brokerage that cuts cuts the fat and gives the agents the ability to um grow a team however they see however they see fit um you know although the problem with that as i see is the um you know the 100 percent model as a, as a brokerage it, it you know it it doesn't attract the best agents you know and mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of well you're in 100 percent country right like florida's yeah. like got all these 100 percent yeah there's, models. A, there's a lot of them and but if you if you compare it you know, if you just look at what those what those agents do, sometimes I mean, mm -hmm. it's you know the the level of service that they're offering the customers is is really is really terrible. And what 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 you generally see is um, though you know so they're generally um, they're generally the you know the dis the discounters in our marketplace. So they're you know essentially um, you know passing passing their discount onto 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 a brokerage. So you know they might be you know listing listing properties at one and a half percent you know which is essentially you know giving giving 50 percent back to you know back to the you know whoever they've got the property listed for but you know i mean it's you know i'm not i'm not sure you know i'm not sure if i can make complete complete sense well, of that. well i think i think the at the end of the day nothing's going to take 100 percent of the market yeah right so if your value proposition is worth six mm. seven five you're going to get it. it you know especially if you're playing in, in the lux or above that i think there's going to forever and always be people that will pay for certain things there was a company um i, I think they were mm, photography something like that w whatever they were literally they put out their prices like we've got to be competitive so they put their prices under their competitor right and they got no calls yeah really and i think this is a photography company or something but but anyways then they're like what the heck nobody's calling us they're like let's go like five times what our competitors charge and then the phone wouldn't stop ringing. Yeah, they were in the yeah, they were in yeah, the wedding yeah. business, and, and here's why. I think that like in when you're getting married, yeah, you're like, 
I'm going to spend go a lot of money because this is going to be the most important day of my life. Absolutely. And if somebody's not charging a lot of money, yeah. then maybe the quality's not going to be that great. So then they, they look at, okay, who are the, the top three highest price? And let me pick one of those. Absolutely. So I think that mindset's always going to, to be around, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I completely, I completely agree. And it's, you know, I, I just, I go back and forth, I go back and forth a lot on this and I'm sorry for not having any clear answers and it's, it's more that I just, I just don't have them in my own mind. But, you know, I think that we're going to see, I think we're going to see one or two things happen. I think that we're going to see, um, you know, either a lot of different options for consumers and for, consu for consumers to, um, to have, um, you know, to, to for for them to for them to be able to, to choose how they you know how they want to how they want to go about selling selling their home or buying their home, um, but then but then there's also you know examples of um, in in so many markets where you kind of have this um, winner takes all scenario where 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 one company will disrupt the marketplace in such a way. Um, where it makes it makes other companies um, it makes other companies or it, it becomes very difficult for others to uh, for to to com to to compete. I mean, take you know the phone industry for example. You know how many different operating systems did we used to have? You know now we have two. We've got um, iOS and, Andro and and Android, and that's um, you know and that's and that's that's it. You know and, uh, you know and every you know and and I've you know I've I've seen reports that people believe that you know it will literally be either basically two companies perhaps amazon and keller williams or you know yeah. it's um, you know and but well, you just, gary keller would appreciate you saying yeah, that. yeah i know but i mean i, I don't i don't necessarily I, I don't necessarily think that that's think that's the case but, zillow, but it is yeah zillow you're in one of the most competitive zillow markets in the country in florida yeah, yeah. The, the spend is ridiculous do you have a big spend and where do you think zillow's going i mean just this week while we were out here they bought that mortgage company yeah yeah um are you playing that game, and and how do you think they're going to change and evolve over the next few years? Yeah, so um, on actual paid Zillow ads, we um, we spend about three grand a month. We have uh, we have a couple of other packages with um, excuse me. That's right. Um, we have a couple of other packages with Zillow as well, and those packages, uh, you know, actually one of them I really like, and we we were kind of grandfathered in 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 with this. They don't offer this anymore, but um, we we get you know exclusive marketing on our on our listings, which mm -hmm. is which is absolutely absolutely amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I love that. And there's um, you know, and then we also do like um, you know the whole the whole video you know specific zip code advertising, you know, and I think you know so our our, our actual ad with our actual spend with Zillow is probably about four grand. Four grand a month. Um, I mean, my my vision for the future for us is to um, be primarily a you know to to me as you know as you know in this industry the the very best the very best leads that come to us are the leads that come in on our listings. That's our number one lead source. You know, we we do we do more business uh, with buyers that call on our listings than 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 anybody else. Whether it's whether it's representing both sides of our transaction. Luckily, we can do that in Florida. Or um, or it's um, you know them calling on our, calling on our listings, you know, and us making that connection with them and ultimately sell, selling them something else. Um, but in terms of um, Zillow, you know, we've we've really found it difficult to make profit on 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 Zillow, you know, on on our Zillow ad spend mm -hmm. over this over this past over this past year, and that you know that that may be us i mean that you know i don't it's it you know i, I know there's i know that there's a lot of people in our marketplace that, that do you know that that do um get a lot from 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 the zillow ad spend but we we certainly we certainly don't and as time goes on i, I see i see that budget i see that budget 
shrink for us and for us to just go all all in on generating as many listings as possible. Generating as, and building your brand because you'll always be able to keep that. Correct, 100%. Right? Yeah, and and correct. there's a, I mean, there are people, I'm sure, in your marketplace spending 40000 50000 a month on Zillow. And I, oh, I, yeah, think, I think that those are the most vulnerable and it'll be interesting to see what happens to Zillow because you know, if they're relying on that and the market shifts, mm. you know, the first thing they're gonna do is cut back on their Zillow spend. Absolutely. And when agents across the country are cutting back on their Zillow spend and and they're trying to make earnings, what, you know, what is their next move, Zillow's, yep. wh when they're when they're back to the wall? It'll just, I mean, none of us have the answer obviously to that, Yeah. But, it, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Three and a half years in, four years in, three and a half years yeah, in. Yeah, three, yeah, yeah. So your number one piece of advice, yep. if, if there's a new agent listening to this, is it join coaching? You know, we're in, in, in Tom Ferry coaching, we're certainly not pushing yeah, yeah. out. There's yeah, plenty, yeah, of, yeah. plenty of coaches out there. There's some new ones coming up that are interesting. There's some old school ones. Um, is it join a team? Is it start building brand right away? Is it build database? Number one piece of advice to a new agent. Um, my number one piece of advice for a new agent would be to, um, I think that I think just to understand what what an opportunity that you know. So if somebody's got into this into this business, you know, you've you've created a tremendous opportunity for yourself, you know, to to even to even step into this business. And you literally go to work every day and write your own paycheck. You know, there's and I, I don't think that there's many other there's there's not there isn't many other industries um, out there that are like this where you know you can you know the odds are against you. You know, you know the the, the chances are you you're gonna you're gonna fail, but you know you've it's got about ninety percent chance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ninety percent chance that you're gonna fail, but but if you're willing to put the work in and if you're willing to and it's I, I think I think a lot of people over overcomplicate it when I say put the work in I mean either go out and knock on doors or make phone calls it's um, you know and, and reach as many people as possible you know it's 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 not you know we'll we'll do we'll do over a million dollars this this year in GCI and you know and that's you know and that's and, and I think that we've left I think that we've left a lot on the table you know and I, I think that we could have done this I think that we could have done this quicker um, so I, I think just understanding the opportunity that you have and understanding how important every minute of your day is but also import also understand that you know that you've got to maximize every minute every minute throughout the day but also not expect a return from that for perhaps a, a year or 18 months I think where you're going is super interesting I think that new agents get in and they're like well i don't want to give up my life balance you know i'm not going to give up my life here just because i'm joining real estate like and i think where you're going is like byron you're this gonna is your to, life this that's, is I me mean, you're you're coming in as an independent contractor if you're yeah. a new agent that's called a business whether you're a solo agent working on somebody's team whatever it is that's a business and you've if just hit a huge point there and the fact that you know you've got to see it as a business and not as a and not not as a job your commission isn't isn't salary no your commission you, is 20 percent of that salary and the rest goes into the machine you're zero dollars every day unless you go create something if you're not bleeding out of your fucking eyes like <laughs> literally every single day working 15 16 hours then to me you're you're, you're just not made for this business Absolutely. now no and i know TF, our boy TF would, would say, oh, you got to have the work-life balance, all this stuff. I just completely disagree that in the first two, three, four years that you're going to have the audacity to, to go and have ice cream cones on, on a Sunday afternoon with, with your family. Like, I just don't think you can. I no, really don't I, think you can. I mean, I haven't been able, you know, building my, I wasn't able to do that in the beginning. 
You know, it's just, I don't know how you scale and get to a place where you can actually start to enjoy some of the the fruits of your labor without putting in the work. We're going through a transition now, myself, my wife, Teresa, um, she, so, We've been there, you know. In in the beginning, you know, it was it was very very difficult for us actually to even to even get licensed. Um, this is this is just so so. This might seem like such a weird thing, but I, and this is you know I I believe that if you if if you see if you see something for yourself in your life and if, you know and if you you know if you if you're willing to put the work in, then then opportunities opportunities arise. And I wanted to be an agent so bad, and we didn't have the money for me to actually become an agent. And I didn't even know what I didn't even know what what what, what co- I didn't even know how much it cost to be honest. But I basically got my license, and then I realized that to actually join the board, it was going to cost me like a thousand dollars or eleven hundred dollars or something. And I just didn't I just didn't have it. So what I actually the reason that I was um, the reason that I joined the board in February of 2015 was I was actually licensed in November the you know in 2014 I believe but it took me that long to like get get the money together but um I wanted to be an agent so bad. I actually had a, I actually had a Breitling watch that was given to me for my twenty-first birthday, and I went into a pawn shop, and I was very close to pawning that watch to, you know, just to pay my MLS MLS dues. Um, I don't know how this even came to me, but I ended up like setting up this like little drop shipping deal with. I, I found this. My dad's into flying model airplanes, and and I came across this website that had these really cheap model airplanes uh, for sale for sale on the internet. They're like a Chinese, you know, Chinese import. So what I did was I basically took their product from this from this um, from this um, individual website, and I listed that product on on eBay for basically double the price. But people would would buy that model through eBay. Um, they would pay me through PayPal, so I would receive the money, and then I'd go right onto that website, and I would I would order that model. You know, I might I might receive um, you know one hundred and seventy five dollars. I'd buy it for I'd buy it for a hundred dollars, and I'd basically get it shipped to them as a gift from that from that website, and I would collect like the seventy five. And it took me um it it took me a couple of months to like save up the money to become an agent. But when I actually became an agent, me and, it was crazy, and and me and Teresa literally lived off we lived off nothing but cereal for like weeks. It was it was it was it was bad, you know. We you know, and in fact, this is actually really funny as well. We I got involved in a um, in a in a prior business. I actually had somebody that didn't that didn't pay me for 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 some services that we that we'd supplied. I used to have a um, a commercial property maintenance company, and there was there was a, there was there was this this lady that didn't pay me, and I ended up having to take her to a small claims court, and then she ended up um, she ended up being being forced through through the courts to pay us. Um, but we'd we'd essentially put put a lien on her property during during the process, and it wasn't a lot of money. It was like five hundred dollars or something. Um, but what actually happened during that time, while me and Teresa were living off cereal for all that time, um, she tried to sell her business, and we we'd still we still had this lien on her property. So she basically got in touch with us, or, or her business broker got in touch with us, and she was like, um, you know, this this company that you had this problem with, you know, they're trying to sell their they're trying to sell their their company, and um, they said, but you've still got an outstanding lien. You know, we understand that it's been settled. But they said, if you if you basically write an affidavit that says that this is, that says that this lien's been settled, we'll send you we'll send you a gift card for a restaurant. And I was like, oh, that's great. So um, so and this is obviously there was some like bad bad blood between us because we we'd won this lawsuit. But she um, so so we we wrote this affidavit, sent it over to them, and then and then we basically got given a gift like a twenty five dollar gift card for Bob Evans. It was like, and we um, you know we 
we've been living off cereal and I called Teresa and I was like, Teresa, we've got, we've got a real treat tonight. And, and, I, and literally I got this gift card and I went home and then me and Teresa just got straight in the car and went straight to Bob Evans and literally spent this $25 gift card. And that was probably one of the best meals that we've ever had. I'm telling you, it was, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, it was hard for us in the beginning, but you know, you that's make it ridiculous. Work. What's your favorite cereal? Um, actually, yeah, I know now, right? Like, you know. that's funny. I actually, You're probably so sick of cereal. Uh, no, actually, no. I mean, we relived that, relived that moment. I know, you know, we, we, we love that. But I, I actually did a, um, I did a post on Facebook not too long ago, and I, and I put, what is your favorite cereal? My Facebook absolutely blew up. I must yeah, have had like a hundred comments. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. But I mean, for me, I don't know any, anything that's, um, I don't know, like granola type. I don't know. I love. You're like, trying to stay healthy yeah, with it, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, we weren't you're, eating that. Yeah, you were you were on the on the sugar and water. Teresa's a um, Teresa's a Lucky Charms kind of girl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was bad. That that's ridiculous. Who right now, in 2018, the summer of 2018, as we're as we're wrapping up the summer, is in it, to you the most influential person, the person that you're following and, and getting content from. Uh, whether it's a book, an author, you know, whoever, who's the, who, maybe your co- whoever, yeah, yeah, maybe absolutely. somebody that's not even that's that's nobody even knows. Yeah, so um, I, you know, I, I guess I just I, I follow I follow the big names. I mean, Gary Gary V is yeah. like, um, you know, I could get his I could get his name tattooed on my arm. Like, I, I absolutely <laughs> I absolutely love his love his stuff. Um, you know, this we've always based our we we've always we've always loved Tim Smith in California, and I yeah. know that he's just a mega a mega agent monster. Very very, very difficult to network with. You know, I shake his hand every time I see him, and he probably still doesn't know who I am. And um, you know, is and but we we look at everything that that company does, and we basically base our base our business on 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 his business. In you know in you know so I, if you look at his website and our website you're going to see a lot of a lot of similarities and we actually use the same company that that he uses i know he uses a um, curator and you know we use curator as well and it's um you know so you know that, that he's definitely a big influence on us and there's a lot of agents that i just love throughout the throughout the ecosystem you know I, you know sometimes you feel like you're doing like you know I'll, I'll feel like I'm doing well, you know, in, in, in my, in my market. Yeah. And then I'll come here and I'll, and you know, and it's just like reality check. That's you know, one of this the best, is, that is <clears throat> when you come to these events, that's the best part, right? Absolutely. Like, I, I was at a dinner, uh, the other night and you know, Doug, uh, entered, I'm going to butcher his last name. Edrington. Yeah. Edrington. Edrington. Yeah. 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 From uh, Chattanooga. He's sitting across, you know, 500 plus transactions a year. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, Tom Tool and and Compa and Christoph Chu is there. Who is Christoph Chu? Million dollar Absolutely. LA, type, you know, type of thing. Um, the, the show there was just Jill Biggs. There was just some some real Treasure Davis, some real ballers at this table. Yeah. And I'm I'm like looking around. I'm like, I don't even deserve to eat. Absolutely. All right. I don't even deserve Absolutely. to be sitting here. Absolutely. I mean, bring me the cereal. Outside, right, I'll have yeah, the cereal. I'll, yeah, I know. That's don't, right. don't bring me the, the halibut. I'll, I'll go for the lucky charm. Oh, we don't yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah. So. All right, I'll just, have a, I'll just have a water. I'll just have a water then. Um, yeah, it's, this this group is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I was sat next to this. Um, I was sat next to this. This you know young young blonde girl yesterday, and you know you just kind of. Um, in fact, it wasn't. It you, you, you but you know I just kind of. You know, fired, fired up a conversation with her, and it was like, you know, what what's your business looking like? She's like, yeah, I'm going to do 140 transactions this year, and I'm like, 140 transactions, like how, you know, how, you know, it's and and 
Did you didn't even know her before? It's just that? normal, you know. Like, I just, I just, I'd never, never seen her face before. I'd never, never seen her throughout the ecosystem, and it's just like you just bump into 150 transactions every time you're going down the hallway. It's like, like normal, here, yeah, there, it's, here. You know, it's, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was interesting when they said in the room. So in America, what they said yesterday, right, was was yeah. 43,000 agents out of the 1.3 plus million that that are in NAR are doing 25 plus deals a year. But we had 10% of that 43,000 in the room. Isn't that which just crazy? That is insane. Absolutely crazy. So it, it, it's by far uh, just just an amazing experience. What book right now do you think is by far a, a book that any real estate agent or entrepreneur needs to dive into? Okay, so I've just made it a team standard. or A um, standard? It's going to be a standard like you are not allowed on our team unless you win, unless you, unless, you know, I'm actually, I'm always, like, I'm kind of going over in my mind, like I want to develop a test to like make sure that they, they actually not, read it? not just read it, but understood it and just, uh, but oh, I mean, it's, it's a classic, how, how to win friends and influence people. I oh, literally, I literally great. read it like, yeah. I, you know, I read, read it every year and I just think that that's you know if somebody's if somebody's in this business and not read that book I, I would say that that is the that that is the that is the fund, fundamentals of, of of dealing with people you know it just teaches you to be a to be a, a nice a nice person but you know perhaps um you know something a little more you know what have I what have I just read recently I mean I you know I yeah, I've, I've actually just read the conversion code, and I did actually really enjoy that. Have you read the conversion I have code? Not, I have not read it's that. A good, it's a good book, actually. It's um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of really a lot of really good stuff in there. You know that, and it and it literally breaks down from you know you've kind of got a uh, you know lead lead generation. There's a big section on lead generation and a big section on lead conversion. I, I think if you, I think if you was to that take was, that book, um, and, uh, Jerry, Chris, um, Chris Smith. Chris Smith wrote yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Actually, I have. I think I have the book. I just I yeah, it's a good book. It's um, it's definitely it. it's definitely one to um, it's definitely one to read, and I, and I did take a lot from that. But I mean, I love the classics. I love Think and Grow Rich. You know, I could I I just like to read those same books over and over again. I love it. Where are you going to spend your time over the next year branding yourself? Is it social media? Is it like just one specific platform? Um, is it going to be through your website? What are you focused on to build your brand over the next twelve months? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm so myself and myself and Teresa are um, you know the way that the way that we operate is I'm I'm kind of the you know the sales force if you like and she's the she's the she's the back she's end the brand and yeah she well yeah she's pretty much um, <laughs> so I just do as I'm told so she so she's the she's the one that puts all that kind of stuff together but um, I just I just think that we need to come up with smarter methods to target the people that we want to that we want to um, that we want to target and what I you know it's I, I, I love the, I love where our brand is you know and I, and I think that's you know what I, I want to I want to develop uh, processes so that obviously um, you know the reason that I'm really here today and the reason that I was up on up on stage was uh, was through going on a lot of appointments and I'd really like to dive into that deeper and work out you know how we can make sure that so when we have an appointment with somebody, how do we make sure that that person sees us everywhere? You know, I, and and you know, I'd like to, you know, just, um, you know, so um, just really, really focus on, really focus on on being. You know, I want I want them to see us on I want them to see us on on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and you know, and I want them to you know see you know I, I just and and I think that's just really gonna really gonna help our conversion. Our conversion's good, but I also and I, and I also think that there's I think that there's a lot of um, a lot of room for improvement there. Dude, you've been an absolute open book, sharing. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable. So I really really appreciate that. Why don't you let everyone know where they can connect with you, whether that's on social or if you just want to drop your website, whatever you want to drop. Yeah, absolutely. Well, our website is um, RSTS Group, which is um, 
my initials, Ryan Skripkowski, and my wife's name's Teresa Skripkowski, so that's www.rstsgroup.com. Um, and yeah, I mean, Ryan and Teresa Skripkowski on, on Facebook, it's um, Facebook boards, fa- facebook.com forward slash Ryan and Teresa Skripkowski. I mean, we're pretty easy to find with this name. You know, yeah. <laughs> if you can spell it, if you can, spell I, I'm glad it. you went with the R S T group. Oh, well, R S T S. R S T S. Correct. Group. Dot com. Be- because if you if you went with the last name, it's not like we. It's not a great name for real estate, actually, is it? But I mean, so we definitely we definitely had to use our initials there. But awesome. Really appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. This Byron, was a lot of fun. You're the man. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely appreciate it. Boom.